All right, this week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we're going to talk about the rules of the road for bike riders and motorists. You know, these expectations are in place to help ensure that motorists don't hit cyclists and also that those same motorists don't pull over, get out of the car, and fight the cyclists. All right, see that bumper sticker over there? It says coexist, so we got to get with the program. Our esteemed guest, Liam Kennedy, is captain of the largest fundraising cycle team participating in the annual Bike MS Cape Cod Getaway Ride. So we're going to fill you in on the training and experiences from that two-day, 150-mile journey to help support an important cause. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Winslow Design. Your space, your style, our expertise. Winslow Design, where dreams become reality. And by Larkin's Wine and Spirits, committed to personal service since 1935. Small Town Scuttlebots. Right up to it. Okay, I don't want to be like that. But yeah, you can. Yeah, just, you can. Nice and intimate. Just it. Yep. Yep. You'll hear yourself too. That's Got it. Great. By the way, did you ride your bike over to my house? I did not. I did not. I need to take a break for a little bit. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen you without. With, with t- tight pants. Uh, if I'm being you, honest, what, what do you think? <laughs> is, is it a letdown? Were you disappointed? I mean, no, no, very versatile. Very, you, yeah. you, you have a lot. It's a of very good intimate looks. relationship we had up to this point. Because like, do you guys hug when you're in your bike shorts, or we, is that like crossing we, a line? No, I think we have. We, we have hugged. Yes. like the side bro hug, or like an, um, like an embrace. I, a, I think I did a full hug after. Nice. That. Yeah, you simply do not just bro hug after a 75 no. mile. You oh, it, I don't know. With a sweat and everything, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. People are at home listening. Like, get to the point. Who's who's on? Who's in the room with you? And what are you talking about? Well, this is small town scuttlebutt. I'm Rick. Across the table, Liz. Per usual, to my left, we've got Liam Kennedy, who has been a new friend of mine, who's got this awesome initiative. Was it Ride MS? Uh, bike MS. Bike MS. Sure. Yeah. I just spent the whole weekend doing this. <laughs> you were you fun. I donated money to it, and I you know. don't even know Thank what it's you. called. Thank yeah. you. Well, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast ever. So. Is it really? Yeah. Someone of your stature has not been invited onto no. the podcast. Well, this is going to open up some doors. I'll yeah. say. <laughs> wait till your colleagues get a load of this, okay. Liam. <laughs> we're kind of big in the independent uh, <laughs> podcast world. Well, I thought this would be a fun show to do because we're full tilt right into the summer. Looking for things to do. You know, Liam, a lot of our listeners are parents, husbands, wives, homeowners, right? We're all in the same boat. I got the kids. What do we do? Let's go for a bike ride. Let's go on the footpath. You know, I need some me time. That's where I'm coming in with this bike thing. Back in February, a mutual friend of ours, Jason, who couldn't be here tonight, but he was going to come in as well and talk about, you know, just the physical fitness elements of, and taking care of your body. Because it's, it's pretty grueling what we did, a 75-mile-an-hour ride. I, I, I'm sorry. Am I really just shitting this this episode up? Like, uh, no, really? Because I feel like well, it's not I, a I'm, 75 mile hour ride. It's a 75 <laughs> mile ride. I'm like, uh, I got back. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. J- jump at any time because I, okay. I feel like we haven't even gotten to the point of this ride and what we're doing here. So that's why I think we should start with that and then backtrack to how you prepare for something like that, and okay. then just every day the importance of everyday physical fitness. Me and you Top talk. of funnel. We yes. start, we start yes. with, the, right. with the charity. Hey, Liz. 
we love judging people, right? We do. But you know what? Do you ever just realize that you're judging and you judge yourself and you yep. say, oh, maybe I'm dipping into hypocrisy mode. Maybe I'm kind of being a oh, hypocrite. Oh, for sure. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm self-aware enough to mm-hmm. know when I'm being a hypocrite. Yeah. And I also admittedly will sometimes find myself wanting to judge someone because I know that they're a much better person than me and I actively try to find something wrong with them. And then I'm like, I'm a real piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like perhaps I've been doing a lot of reflecting about my Mm -hmm. hypocrisy that has been just overflowing from me since the start of of the year. I think it might be step one into a little self-discovery and uh, growth. Mm -hmm. Because when you start realizing, oh, my God, I used to crap on this. I'm doing it now. First thing is, ooh, you're a hypocrite. But then it's like, wait, actually, you're... You're adapting. You're learning. You're, you're doing evolving. Something. You're yeah. open. You open your mind to do something that you typically wouldn't. Right. Which segues me into our guest Liam, who uh, heads up the Ride MS Bike Charity. I mean, how Bi- do- bike MS. Bike. <laughs> fuck. That's okay. It's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing. Bike ride. Bike. <laughs> what did you guys change it? <laughs> uh, raising money for multiple cirrhosis. 75 miles a day for two days, 150 miles total. Wow. And how long have you been doing? So did you, did you start this Wait, charity? I, or Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. Can I just tie in the fact that now I'm in it? So that's the hypocrisy. Oh, element. yes. That's the whole mm-hmm. element I was leading up to, the hypocrisy. Like, now I'm doing this ride. Now I have a bike. I have tight pants. I get up at 6 in the morning. <laughs> Is that because you used to see riders and be like, I would never be Oh, yeah, person? we actually talked about it yeah, on yeah, the yeah. podcast well, before yeah. he decided to buy his road bike. Yeah, Liam, I got into it. So our friend Jason... Hook, line, sinker, talk me. you got to do this. It's great. He knows I'm always looking for a age-appropriate activity to kind of stay in shape yeah. within 15 pounds. <laughs> 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 Pressure's not a good thing. It makes you start eating more. Um, right? Comfort eating. <laughs> anyway. <So> I don't <laughs> anyway, I used to have a real problem with cyclists. And I still do to some degree. I do too. You do? Yeah. Well, that's what I want to talk about because I will say I've learned so much about the cycling culture, and I think I've been riding with some of the most astute riders that care about the rules of the road, mm-hmm. but also just common courtesy and right. common sense. And I think we do this. We, we judge by group. Yes. Oh, you're a dude in tight pants at 4.30 on the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You must be a dick because you're riding next to your friend and you know I'm coming up, blah, blah, blah. Even my kids say say yeah. stuff. They're like, oh, God, can't they ride their bike somewhere else yeah. when we're in the car? I catch yep. myself saying that, too. Really? I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years and still, mm-hmm. you know, you see those people that aren't really respecting mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. as riders. Yeah. And I think they need to as well. Um, and so they, have, they say share the road. And I think you need to share the road. But there is an aspect of the rider that needs to respect the fact that a car is bigger than you mm-hmm. and you need to move over to the side instead of taking off you know taking over the whole entire lane totally i agree i agree with that and uh riding with this group when i first got with the group it was like 12 of us mm-hmm. one morning i'm like okay well it's sunday at six so this is time and place appropriate yep. i'm i think we're, we're doing okay here and then we started riding and everyone's like in single file for the most part you know and then uh coming up on intersections you know there's the guy in the front would stop and just make sure that you're all clear yep. And if there was a car coming up from behind, this is all new to me, by the way. So if you're like Liam and you ride, you're like, yeah, dude, what's your point? My point is coming in, always having, looking down my nose at the cyclist, <laughs> thinking yeah. they don't communicate, they don't care, <laughs> they think they're real. Not all of them, not not the people not that ride with Liam. Right. Yeah, not I'm, all of them. There are those out there. That yeah. 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 I was, 
I was just really impressed with overall just the ride. There's only one instance where one guy wasn't getting it, and someone in the back was like, single file. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that car back. Car that back. means get in a single. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a drill sergeant. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you fucking tell because <laughs> yeah. you're making us all look bad no you? definitely definitely okay. no i mean and that's what it's all about i think you know the ride itself i don't know if you want to get into the ride like what yeah. it's all about or do you want to keep going down Go to your it. hypocrisy no, no, no. <laughs> i'm just i'm just really all over the place today so no that's all right uh, let's get right into but you, it. I, I, liz i think you asked you know how did this start yeah. um so back in 2008 i was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis oh wow um and friends of mine thought it'd be a good idea to do something something you know with you know, exercise involved because they knew that I like to exercise and stay f- sh- stay in shape and whatnot. And so they came up with, they found this bike ride on online and it was raising money for multiple sclerosis. So we put a team together of about 10 of us. We were a disaster. Like we were, <laughs> you know, we did not know what we we're doing. Some people hadn't ridden in like years. So did you train for this? We did, the but race? definitely not to the point that we felt we, we, we weren't at the point where we felt comfortable mm-hmm. really. And then you arrive and there's like 2000 people and you're like, Oh my God, what do I get myself into? And then you get on your bike. And I think you experienced this this weekend, not knowing where the next mile was or where you were going is, you know, somewhat of an overwhelming experience. Mm-hmm. And so we battled through that. We called ourselves the bad news bears of biking, <laughs> battled through that. And then from then the team is just like, grown over the last 14 years. Um, we did like a, a massive, uh, aggressive, I should say, recruiting campaign three years in, grew the team to 100, then 120, then up to 190. Wow. COVID hit. We're back down to about 120, which is great because we've built up again. Um, you know, right after COVID, we went from 80. Now we're back to 120. So we continue to build. So anyway, the ride itself is over two days um, from Quincy to Bourne one day, 75 miles. And then the next morning you wake up born to uh, P-Town. And so mm-hmm. ends up being over 150 miles. Um, but, you know, it's all raising money and awareness for multiple sclerosis. And so we've been doing it for about, this is our 15th ride. Wow. How would you compare ride number one to ride number 15 in terms of like your mental and physical preparedness? I, I'm more mentally drained because I'm hosting a party yeah. for the whole weekend. <laughs> Um, but for biking, you know, specifically with the biking, I, I you know, I, I know what to expect. So I think mm-hmm. even next year, if Rick would come back again, um, if he's, if he's in it, uh, it's a lot easier. Cause you know, again, what that next mile is, you know, where the turns are, you know, where the big hills are coming yeah. it just makes it a lot easier. I think the first year you have no idea where you're going and getting into. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's easier because you don't know what you're getting into. So there's nothing else you could do except go. Um, but over time, as you kind of get used to the roots and all that, you, you know, you, it, it makes it a lot easier mentally, physically, you're getting older. So you're yeah. combating that as well. <laughs> so you're getting older. Um, but you are, you know, training more and you're kind of getting, mm-hmm. you know, and you understand what to, you, like now, you know, Rick, what you need to, how much you need to train, right? It's not, you know, you know, whether you maybe did five rides this year, you're like, oh, maybe I should do seven or eight or nine mm-hmm. or 10 or whatever. Yeah. So if someone yeah. listening to this podcast mm-hmm. is like, that sounds awesome. I want to do it. I haven't ridden a bike since I was in fifth grade. How would someone train for something like that? Well, and I would, how long would they need to train? Uh, I would say, well, I'm kind of a fair weather cyclist. Um, it has to be above 55 degrees. <laughs> yeah. It has to be dry. <laughs> the people out there, they're like 30 degrees and like yeah. all geared up. That's not me. Yep. Um, so I typically can't start until like April or May. Mm-hmm. 
But building up to that inside is fine as long as you get outside. Mm -hmm. Okay. They call it the spin hero road zero. You don't want to be spinning and that's all you do. Right. Because if you've only run on a treadmill and then you go to run a marathon, it's 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 not not going to work. work. And I honestly, this year, there's a couple of people like, I was like, oh, have you been trained? Like, oh yeah, I've been on my Peloton for the last like few months. I'm like, have you gotten a bike? He's like, I don't even have a bike. I'm getting it for the weekend. I'm like, oh my God. That is not (laughs) recommended. (laughs) And luckily for them this year, the first day was washed out so they didn't have to ride that first day which helped them for the second day uh, like okay. if i had to ride both days i would have been totally screwed so, yeah how many people do you lose from day one to day two people who underestimate how grueling it's going I, to be i don't know the percentage but there's definitely a handful of people that like yeah. oh, dude i'm out like really I, yeah i mean it just i think now we're at a point where we know probably 90 or 80 percent of the, the team our team anyway mm-hmm. have been doing it for at least a year or two so they know what to expect um every year you have a handful of people that just don't you know, it's it, this year there was someone that were, that I work with who actually just bowed up beforehand. So, like, listen, I don't want that on my conscience that you're going and doing this and you have not even hopped on a bike yet. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you, like, table it? Let's do it next year yeah. and figure it out. Because you do have to train. It's It can be physically grueling. I mean, it's mentally challenging because you are, you know, you're, you're on your own and you're just going. Mm-hmm. Um, but the physical aspect of it is there. And there's, hill, there's more hills in the cave than you'd ever expect. Or ever think there was. We're about five miles to the end, and this uh, one of the team members came up and said, "It's all." She, as she's passing me on my on your left, it's all downhill from here, Rick. It's all. Oh. <laughs> it was nothing but uphill. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, "We're gonna have." Some, oh gonna, my god. We're gonna have a conversation. And uh, when I rolled up, she's like, "Waiting for me." She goes, "Oh yeah, I totally misread that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot. Sorry. Quads are on fire. <laughs> We're just cruising down into Pizza Town. <laughs> the whole time, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. I'm like, when? When are these hills? Do you bring up the, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. just going to ask a question about the, the mental aspect of something like this. And so I have a cousin who's an ultra marathoner. My brother-in-law is like a avid marathoner. And, and, my, and mind you, my cousin who's an ultra marathoner is in his 50s. And he thinks nothing oh. of like running 60 miles. And I, I, to me, that is just unfathomable. Like, so I just wonder, are some people just born or or they train themselves to just have that, that fortitude that you just are like, this is miserable, but I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I think you, there are people like that. The one thing that separates what we do from that person is, or from the ultra marathoner, which is, I think, incredibly hard. And I think the bike rides a lot easier is you sit on a, a bike seat mm-hmm. for 75 to 150 miles. <laughs> yeah. If your butt is not used to that seat, it's painful. Yeah, yeah. do you have like a special seat? Because like no, I would think sitting on a bike seat, it's like, No, Ow. some people think like, oh, it'd be great to have a bigger cushioner seat. That's actually sometimes worse because there's more cause for friction. Okay. And so you're, I mean, I, I mean I would, you, you experienced butt butter. Oh, shame <laughs> yes. for the first time. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that like swamp ass? No, no, it's a, it's like a, it's. I didn't use any, but you didn't. You should have. But really? <laughs> it's it's it goes on it's, after. It's, or you know, before? it's cr- it's cream that you put on the inside of your legs oh, and your butt, so you so don't like, have the so you don't okay, have the friction, yes, so you don't get it. like okay. no, Jason, like a rash. Jason obviously did not let you know about the butt. butt. Well, he, I'm like, what are you, what are you putting on me? Wait, th- I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll do this myself. Um, no, I was going to say the seats to me do seem kind of high tech. Uh, the whole bike seems like when I got fitted for my bike, they had like a plumb bob hanging off of my knee when it was at the 90 degree yeah. angle. Or, mm-hmm. um, I had to sit on a, like a cushion and then they would 
measure the distance between my two butt bone imprints mm-hmm. to help get the right seat. Right. And then we were looking at the angles. And I thought... Because the pressure puts on your legs matter. Like, yeah. you know, if you have the right seat length or height, I should say, mm-hmm. the pressure on your legs might be a little different. So yep. if you have the wrong seat height, yep. you could really have some, like, you know, IT band issues and yeah. um, leg issues that as a... Again, if you're riding 20 miles, probably not. But when you're doing 150, mm-hmm. it's going to make mm-hmm. a difference. Um, so. so now that the... The race, or not a race, the ride yeah, is whatever. is over. Do you continue cycling and keeping up with the pace that you were before? Is it kind of like now it's just going to be for fun when I feel like yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah, I, I train for survival. I ride for yeah. survival for the most part, and then I do a couple of training rides afterwards. Like you know, maybe grab a couple of guys or whoever that we rode with, um, or our friends. Just hey, let's go for a ride just to get some exercise mm-hmm. um, because it is nice to be out and kind of on your own and just thinking and going and yep. whatnot. So um, I don't ride a lot after the ride. There's probably four or five maybe that I'll do, but mm-hmm. if someone asks me and yeah, I have the time, you know, I'm up for it. I'll do it. What about you, Rick? Is this going to be like your new thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I just went out and I got one of those uh, speakers, cylindrical speakers that fits into the um, the water bottle holster oh, of, your, of your... That's what uh, someone on our... Chris had that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was I was trying to keep up with the guy. It was like when it goes to the Yacht Rock. Oh, that's Cruise awesome! It motivates right yeah. through the Mid Cape, like Harwich area, Brewster. Oh, I'm cool. like, I'm I like, don't know that Yacht Rock would be motivating me though. Oh yeah, it really? Was just a Sunday morning, yeah, at six thirty. Nice. Yeah. Like huh. you got to put all this together. The sun was coming up. I knew it was going to be a very spiritual moment. I just didn't know that we we're going <laughs> to have Steve Winwood part of it. Right. <laughs> but it worked out, and uh, you know, it get away from me. I'm like, God, oh, it's the. Yeah. It's Paul Simon. You can call me Al. I love this ah! song. You know, I don't want to lose it. And it motivated me. And I just kind of liked the, the vibe it was giving. Sometimes yeah. you just want to like decompress. And so I'm ready for anything. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And uh, that's great. Yep. So I'm welcome, gonna, welcome to the uh, yeah. I'm, I'm to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's like it, it's amazing. I'm surprised because I thought this was the last thing I would ever do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you burn it? a lot more calories. Sorry. Yes. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. You burn a lot more calories than you think you do. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, when, I, when I'm done with a ride, like I'm starving it. Like on Monday, I was starving at random times <laughs> of the day. I was like, oh, my God. With the race ended, you know, you're supposed to like go get in the shower, go get your oh. bike. And th- I was like, where's the food? Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, it's across the street. So I'm like, OK. And I just dumped my bike and I just and my bag. Like I just walked across. I'm like, nothing's happening until I eat something. I was at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Can you eat dur- during the 75 miles? So, I mean, I would imagine you have so to that, replenish. Yeah. Right? So they have rest. It, it's it's well, very well supported. Mm-hmm. So they have rest stops like, let's say, average every 15 miles. And you pull into a school or to a, you know, um, a bank uh, parking lot mm-hmm. and they'll have a lot of Gatorade and water yeah. and bananas and peanut butter sandwiches and everything to kind of replenish. Because they realize you need to like from stop to stop, you should be eating and drinking yeah. and all so that. You're just expending calorie yes. after calorie yeah. after calorie. And, you, and if it's cool outside, you don't really realize it. Like I've had mm. friends that have done the ride and they're like, I'm fine. Like I'm not that hot. And all of a sudden they call it bonking where your energy just like goes yeah you know, your blood like, sugar yeah, drops yeah, yeah exactly and mm-hmm. then if jason was here he could explain it probably better than i can but mm-hmm. um and then you just get off the bike and you're just kind of out of it so you have to be mm-hmm. very wary of what your intake is yep yep absolutely so interesting we bring this up because i was curious about the supplements that were available they, they had all kinds of supplements brand new kinds of, oh, everything's yeah. new how you brake on a bike, it's different than it used to be. Like, there used to be brakes down here, yeah. right? You know, now now they're only up here. And there used to be, like, a shifting thing. Now it, you you 
tap the brake inward. Was your basket still in the same place with your puppy? (laughs) (laughs) The baskets are now inverted. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, even like the brakes, you know, it's not on the rim. They're just, just little. Interesting. It's on like a little, um, I don't know. It's kind of like on a car, you know, a disc. Oh, okay. Yeah. The supplement thing though, that you brought up, like, I mean, that's a whole, Remember, obviously, yeah. industry and business yeah. and, you know, build lean muscle, burn fat, blah, 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 blah. Like, even, like, oh, dear God, what is that cooler? Well, <laughs> do, you re- what? do you remember, uh, it used to just be Gatorade. Here's your Gatorade, yeah. right? And uh, maybe some beef jerky if you want some protein or whatever. Right? Yep. Trail mix, mm-hmm. right? Well, they got all this new stuff, and I thought, oh, this will be great for a, sec- a segment that we do on the show called uh, What's in the Box? Did you pick stuff up a lot, stuff up along the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. So you might know what this is because I I have I think I have an idea of one of the things that are in there. <laughs> so this was an actual supplement, and I'm like, who, who, how did we arrive to here? I don't know. How old is that cooler, Rick? Was that from like your childhood? It's the little playmate igloo cooler. Oh yeah. Pickle pops. Pickle pops. Here you go. Here you go. So it's it's basically just pickle, pickle juice. juice. Yes. Yeah. What? What is the, isn't that really salty though? Yes. It is. So how is that good for you if you're trying to stay hydrated? You're asking the wrong I mean, person. I'm no genius, but it I, seems I counterintuitive. I don't always <laughs> dive into the pickle pops on the, mm-hmm. are we drinking these? I'll try some. I love pickles. Oh, this, this is why you're on the show. <laughs> um, okay, is this the equivalent of like, you know, every beauty ad targets women for anti-aging. So every like supplement targets men to be <laughs> leaner, buffer, stronger, faster. I heard something about this. What? Helps with cramps. Oh. oh, that makes. I guess that makes sense. But so does it? But so do bananas, and bananas right. are normal. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you guys want to do this uh, uh, shot of pickle right. Cheers. Pops? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to the pickle pops. Pickle pops. <gasps> that definitely hits. It. I mean, it's legit pickle juice. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Bob's Pickle Pops Sport. <laughs> Sports, the sport version. <laughs> Original Pickle Pops. I just loved the marketing there. Sport. He's got a little pickle with a baseball uh, hat. Yeah. Are these new? Are this is brand they new. Have, I think that's, this is year three, maybe, or four. I know a couple of people on our team really like it. I'm them. going back for more. But what do they What do they like about it? it I, they must really like pickles. <laughs> yeah, I am really curious to see if, if there's some sort of nutritional or bio I'm sure someone listening to this will <laughs> yes. know, but... Yeah, we have smart people to listen to this podcast. So if you're a physician or anyone that's familiar with supplements, please send us an email so we know what the deal is with this pickle juice. Are you looking for architectural services that will bring your vision to life? Look no further than Winslow Design. Serving the Metro West area outside of Boston, Winslow Design is an award-winning architectural firm specializing in residential design. From additions to renovations and new construction, the team at Winslow Design loves creating special spaces that reflect your unique style and personality. They believe in the power of collaboration, engaging in thoughtful conversations, and active listening to bring your dreams to reality. Led by Caitlin Strubel, a licensed architect with over 17 years of experience, Winslow Design is dedicated to providing exceptional service. Visit their website today at winslowdesign.com. Larkins offers an excellent selection of top quality wines, beers, and spirits. And they also take 20% off when you purchase six bottles of wine. 
It's the perfect opportunity to stock up and discover new flavors. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are experts in craft brews and worldwide wines. Have a specific dish in mind? Let Larkins help you find the perfect wine pairing to elevate your culinary experience. So, to recap, come explore Larkins for an exceptional collection of wines, beers, and spirits, and enjoy that fantastic 20% off when you purchase six bottles of wine. Experience the taste of excellence at Larkins. Visit them now at LarkinsWineSpirits.com. So out of the people that, that yeah. do this ride, Liam, are, are most of them just like regular people like us who they've, you know, they're committed to this cause, they're training, or there's some like real like hardos that are out I, to like in it to win it. Type yeah, deal. I would say the majority of our team are not the hardos. Mm-hmm. Um, we welcome all, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but most of the people are normal people that either train just for the ride. They like yeah. riding, but they're not like serious riders. Mm-hmm. And so that's really kind of, I think, the people that we attract. I mean, I think you experienced this a little bit, Rick, this weekend. It's it's a big party with a mm-hmm. bike ride in between. Is oh, that's how cool. I saw it. So, you know, I host a party after day one down in Bourne. We get an Irish band. We get, you know, uh, masseuses, our own masseuses, which is needed. Um, we have beer, wine, food coming in. The next day we wake up and ride that second day. And then we, we, we all get to Truro, which is the second, was oh, the last rest stop. And then we'll line up. I'll say a few words and we'll finish the te- uh, the last uh, eight miles as one team. Oh, that's awesome. So that way, I mean, we started that tra- tradition probably nine years ago because mm-hmm. a way for us to say, I don't care if you are the hardo or you're mm-hmm. like a beginner, we finish as one. And I that's think awesome. people really like that part of it. I and mean, that, that was your first time experiencing it. I don't know if you yeah, want to talk about it. Yeah, what was that like? I, I was in the back, so when... <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that surprising? <laughs> Hold on, wait for me. So I was toward the back, and uh, as we're ascending up a hill, and it's, you know, a good half mile, quarter mile of visibility, it looked pretty awesome. Um, the color scheme of our uniforms. Is it a uniform? A uniform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey? Yeah, they're Jersey. very cool. Jersey, there we go. Or the Irish colors. Mm-hmm. Orange, green, white. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It looked... Like the solidarity, two by two, yeah. all the way through, yeah. Yep. And is that with, something? I'm sorry, oh, no. with 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 security detail, we, we, we had an escort. <gasps> did, did you? This is the first year VIPs. we had an escort. This yeah. is the first what was year. so? What was that for? Just to make sure, no make sure other... that we were all together, okay. making sure that there's no cars cutting in. Because we literally take over, like on Route Six as you get towards P Town. Yep, it turns into two lanes. We take over the second lane, so cars are coming by, beeping, like good Aww. job, all that stuff. It's really cool. Um, and the escort was just making sure we're all together and that we were being safe. That's awesome. So, Rick, I, so we've talked on the podcast before about how, like, Rick and I really value, like, our alone time and, like, things we do for ourselves. And you have your therapy drives and your therapy mountain biking things, and those are all solitary activities. Mm-hmm. Did the group aspect of this, like, really appeal to you at the outset? Or did you have to get used to, like, all right, now I'm doing this as part of a team. It's not just, like, me out for myself. No, I like the group. Mm-hmm. I like the early morning meetup and... uh we're all doing something together. You just make some small talk, but yep. but it's like okay. I, sometimes you don't want to talk because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. get up this hill. Yeah, right. But there's always Starbucks at the end of it. Right. <laughs> you know, right? we just go hang out or, yeah. or wherever. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever I've gone, it's been Starbucks. We just shoot the breeze. Yeah, 
watching people just starting their day at 7.30 like a bunch of losers. (laughs) Losers. (laughs) Have you ever or would you ever want to do like one of those cycling tours in Europe? A colleague of mine just did one in Portugal. He and his wife said it was awesome. I think it'd be cool depending on where it is, obviously. But it's not calling to me yet. Yep, Um, yep. But it would be something if someone, if there's a, it's all about the people. You know what I mean? For me, Mm -hmm. it's not about the cycle. It's more about the people. So the people we wake up with in the morning and go for the ride or do that or the ride weekend that we do, it's really all about that for me. Mm-hmm. versus like, oh, God, I got to go cycle this morning. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? When I see you on the bike, I'm like, this guy's a pro. Like, he just seems to have it. And I thought you were, like, really into cycling. A lot of people have thought that. <laughs> you play the part well. You look, <laughs> he looks like he should be on the cover of Cycle Magazine. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't like this. I like. I do like it, but it's yeah. not a passion of mine. It's not like I got to go cycle. Okay, so that's hard for me to register because yeah. first time I met Liam... We were going for a 20-mile ride, and he meets us at the police station, and we head out, and then at two miles in, he's like, all right, guys, see you later. And I said, oh, what's that all about? I thought maybe you popped a tire, you got a call. He's like, oh, he already did 18. He just wanted to round up. Yeah, I want to see everybody. I'm like, Ah! yeah, he wanted to see everybody. (laughs) So I'm here doing doing my damnedest. Got to be there on time. Can't be late. You know, there's people mm-hmm. waiting. I, you know, I get there and this guy's like, yeah, okay, right. I'm, I'm wrapping things up here. Yeah. This is yeah. amazing. Oh. Like my earliest day is not even. Yeah. I can't sleep. I, that's a problem too. Are you so. like an early riser? Yeah. And you um, just get my, up and go. My internal clock goes 4.30 maybe sometimes, 4.35. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's a big contributor to your success, yeah. I would say. It's not healthy. You know, <laughs> what time do you go to bed? Like 10, between 10 and 11. Okay, so you it's get like five, five and a half hours, four hours. You four just some, you just don't require that much sleep. I guess not. I mean, my, my neighbor's <laughs> the same way, and he's like, he's crushing it, you know, and he's just yeah. like always awake, always working, yeah. doing, moving the needle and whatever he's. I'm tired whatever. a lot. Are you? <laughs> but yeah. does your mind have a hard time slowing down? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of times I'll wake up and like, oh, I think, of, you know, I think about this, think about that, think about, like all these things going, mm-hmm. especially leading up to this bike ride weekend. It's like a big thing to organize. So. Yep. I have a lot of like, not stresses, but things hanging mm-hmm. over, the, over the head. So, um, and so when it's done, you guys are you know, at the party and whatever. Are you happy, sad, both? It's weird. Someone asked me this. <laughs> it's it's a weird mixed, um, you know, mixed emotion. So there's so much leading up to it, and there's I just want everything to be perfect. So like Rick's first ride, I want him to have the right shirt, the right jersey. Like everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Someone's not having a good time. I'll go talk to him. So the weekend for me is like almost like hosting my wedding for the entire weekend, which, you know, there's a lot going on. Like I see people sitting on the side and they're relaxing. I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. But right. You can't, you have to make sure you're hosting. So, um, that part of it, when I get to, so we get into P town, we're done. We go on a ferry. It's a party ferry back. There's like a DJ and there's dancing. Oh my God, it's, fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and that's when I just release. And so, yeah, yeah maybe have a few too many. Yeah. Um, I had a designated driver on the other side. You of earned home. it. Yeah. But it's like the, a big release and like, it just feels so good. Mm-hmm. And then when you wake up Monday morning, you're like, oh, that was a bummer. You know, leading up to your stress, you're thinking about everything. Oh my God, hopefully it goes well. And then you're done. You're like, oh, that was, it's over. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, like, but then you get all the emails like, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That was great. And so it makes you feel really good about putting all that effort in. So it is a weird few days for me, mm-hmm. but I'm, I am mentally, I'm probably more mentally drained than physically drained. I bet. Um, it's a lot of pressure, a yeah. lot of, like and you said, a lot of logistics, a lot of people to keep happy and safe and totally. all of that. Yeah, it, it, like when I see on uh, on Sunday, 
we're riding into Troy. We're about five miles away, and I see two of our riders on the side, and it's a um, it's a, a mother and a son. And I pull over, you guys okay? And he's like, my heart rate spiked to 210. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> he showed me he showed me his Apple Watch, and he's like, I just got off and freaked out. So now I'm like super worried about yeah. him. They take him back to an EMT. Don't really hear anything about him. I asked the MS Society. They don't know. And so like I'm like worried about that. I finally you know, got in contact with them yesterday. Uh, no, Monday. And he's fine. He has to go to his doctor and check it all out. Oh, but geez. So there's those things that happen. And you know, one of the big reasons why they canceled day one is that we've had years where they battled through the rain. Mm-hmm. And one year we had six people wipe out. Yeah. We had cracked helmets. We had ambulances. And like that, not not for my stress, but just you don't want that to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's our team or any team. And we're ri- raising money for a good cause where it's a great weekend. It's a, a weekend with a lot of energy and enthusiasm. And so for that to just like bring it down a level and just to like really be worried about people is, you know, takes a lot, you know, out of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. These are like just everyday people, right? These aren't career, you know, totally. Lance Armstrong, right, right. cyclists, you know, Definitely they, they got to get home safe to their families. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Some people were grumbling like, oh, come on, let's just go. Let's just ride. And I said, from the perspective of the rider, yeah, we all were amped up. We want to go. We're like literally at the starting line. There's nothing stopping us except for the sound of the pistol or whatever. Right. right. And then I'm like, but think about it from the perspective of the organizer who has everything to lose from like, there's no, from their perspective, it's, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah. When they, when they they pushed us through five, six years ago, people were like, why'd you let us go? And this year (laughs) they stopped us. Why'd you stop us? So they're in a really tough, a a tough position. Um, And what they were seeing was this weather pattern of like red and yellow. orange. was like, all right, we're good. Yeah, and like, we were fine. We got down to Bourne early, got to relax a little bit. It felt like um, almost like Greek week. In co- I mean, <laughs> we're literally on the Mass Maritime campus, so it's oh, we're yeah. on a college campus. We're hanging out in the quad, tents, music, uh, Beirut tables, or oh what, beer, beer, beer dive, beer, beer, yeah. beer pong, whatever you want to call it. Band playing, all that. It was yeah, good. it was awesome. awesome. It's, fun. it's fun. Right on that the water. very cool. Yeah. All right, so now that, Rick, that you completed, like, your first, like, major ride, does that make you go... I want to see if I can take it even one step further and do a longer ride next time. Or are you any, like, I'm cool. I'll do anything for endless supply of pickle pops. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up pickle pops. It prevents and treats muscle cramps, helps you stay hydrated. Does it? I don't know. I saw a billboard saying milk keeps you hydrated more than water. I saw that on the This, I, m- this I, might I, be a dumb question, but salt helps with cramps, right? Does salt help with cramps? Um, I don't know. I thought it would be the, I other way. be the other way around. Jason, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, it also freshens breath. The what? Antibacterial <laughs> properties. Huh. Prevents hangovers. That I don't believe either. Uh, pre and post workout drink. Enhanced digestive health. Is this even like FDA approved or anything? So, I don't know. You can also buy pickle potion. No. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of gypsies were selling yeah. their wares at this event? That is offensive terminology now. <gasps> is it really? Yes. You know what? A Wait. little gypsy girl pinched my sister in Paris you when we went as kids. You can't say gypsy. Well, gypsy, gypsy, gypsy. I just said it. I'm uh, reading. <laughs> what, are, what are you supposed to say? I don't know. I don't know what you say. That's the problem with the world we live in now. Very confused. So I just go, oh, hey, yeah. Instead of like at least acknowledging and trying to. Hmm. Now I'm just not. I, I'm. Oh, I'm, I don't know what to do. But the circuit board is fritzed. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I am reading a Roll Doll book to my daughter and uh, Danny, Danny, the champion of the world. Oh, I don't remember that one. Well, he lives in a gypsy caravan, which is like a- yeah, because they're gypsies. I said it. 
<laughs> I know, I'm reading it. Well, also, like, they live in a queer little town. Like, it's just all these little words mm-hmm. that... That we don't throw around cavalierly like, these days. Yeah, I'm like, rolled. Do you think he rolled. would get canceled today? They tried to cancel him, but then yeah. people are like, no, we're not having yeah. it. Enough's enough. Too much cancel. Too much canceling. Too much cancel culture. Okay. Am I going to do this again? Yeah, sure. I would love to yep. do it again. I raised a thousand bucks. Awesome. Nice. Thank you so much. I want to thank Park Street Books for thank throwing you. some money. And then I also want to thank um, Perez Martial Arts. They just made up the difference to take us. Do they really? Yep. That's, That's great. awesome. So um, the cool thing is we have, because we have such tremendous support from family, friends, donors, all that, volunteers, we are you know, consistently the top fundraising team, which is cool. That's um, awesome. And so there's a lot of attention towards our team, which um, I think brings a lot of people back too. So this mm-hmm. year we raised $350,000. You're kidding me. Oh <laughs> cool. my God. That's uh, amazing. And, and it's still going up. So hopefully. Wow. And so like since 2008, we're at like 4.2 million. Wow. That's incredible. Cool. Yeah. And this is a research and awareness for multiple sclerosis. Yes. And people living with MS. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. $4.2 million. Liam alone, just his team. Well, not Liam. Yeah, we're yeah. yeah. a team. It's a family. Yes, but you, but what you've created. Yeah, like this. We're the Lucky Charms family. Yep, I love it. Liam's Lucky Charms. You're not just doing it; you're crushing it. Like this is mm-hmm. this is the Alpha Team. Get hey, I'm wearing the Charmers uh, jersey, not you. Right. People on look at left, you with some respect. On your left, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little room for the Charmers coming through, which is weird. That's not my personality, so it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's so if people wanted to learn more about this, Liam, or get involved or donate, how would they do that? So I should know the website, but it's, if you go to bike, uh, Cape Cod Getaway Bike MS, okay. not Ride MS, Bike MS, <laughs> Cape Cod Getaway, um, there should be a link in there that you'll see the teams. There's Liam's Lucky Charms, um, or you know if you want to donate to other people that are on there, but hopefully Liam's Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. uh, you can donate through the website. I'm going to put yeah. my the link to my donation page on there. Yes. Yeah, actually, donate to Bump record. up my number mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, bump the number because you get some things in the future. If you a top fundraiser, you can mm-hmm. get some swag or VIP treatment down and born after day nice. one for next year. Yeah, so now cool. you have a goal to beat for next year. So, you know, if you could do $1,000 this year, $1,500 so, next year. So, what, year, what right? can, you, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What are some takeaways from the weekend for you? Like a first timer? I've been doing it for 14, yeah. 15 years, so it'd be helpful. We were, we were talking about. Um, the unknown element. I love that part because I was like, had I known. Yeah. <laughs> also, everything about it was great. The duration in between stops was perfect. Yeah. I really can't complain about anything. My body was feeling it by the 50th mile. Did you take a shower? After, like, did you do the prison shower or no? <laughs> I, I did you did, prison, didn't you? I did the host me down. Did you hear about uh, this? Or? No, do tell. I, okay. I, I, I was a big fan of the TV show Oz. So, you know, I'd love a good prison shower so sequence. The, so there's two shower trucks, mm-hmm. right? Just big trucks that just roll up one for the women, one for the men. And they have them every year at the finish line. So you're finished okay. 75 miles. It's hot. You're sweaty. Yeah. I just want to take a shower. It's like mm-hmm. everyone's like, I cannot wait to take that shower. Yeah. The women got to do that because the women's shower truck was working. Mm-hmm. The men's shower truck, I think, just crashed. Right when we pulled right it. Right. Oh, like, no. like just nothing. Just I think it was like flooding or something. Right. But anyway, we were relegated to um, hosing we hose each other down. Oh, yeah. my God. That's and we're talking, Did you have, like, the flash dance music playing uh, at the time? <laughs> there, was like 50, there was, like, 50 of us, right? No way. It, was like, it wasn't, like, a couple people. It was, like, our entire team had just finished together. Mm-hmm. And so we're just pulling over. And as the guys are getting, I think Jason was the last shower, he said. I think it was Jason. And then the showers just stopped. And so, like, you can hose. So people take oh. So we had, sh- you know, you have shampoo. You have, and people just, like, <laughs> in like, a parking lot. That's amazing. Yeah. 
I asked some random dude, can you please hose me down? I was like, sure. <laughs> he didn't even charge you? <laughs> he, didn't, he did not charge me. It's free. That's awesome. And, and nobody knows. You're learning on the fly. Like You make some modifications. Like, hey, I can hose down two of you. Mm-hmm. When you're soaping up, I'm rinsing you off. Like, yeah, let's keep yeah, yeah. it moving. Oh, my God. Like an assembly line? Yeah, because, <laughs> and I was getting that going because I'm like, I didn't want to just stand there while everyone's waiting yeah. for me. So we did that. One guy, he was spraying me. And there's, first of all... <laughs> Did you get it off my goddamn face? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was waterboarding you? He literally was just, the, like the old man could not just see. He's like, like the uh, pressure of that water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cut skin. It can oh go. My God. It can it go. It was not like a trickling water. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it would hurt. Yeah. You just, it, it was like two speeds. It was like shower, <laughs> jet yeah. And the guy was like banging me in the face with like, Oh, my God. I'm putting my hand out. Like, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Come on. <laughs> That's off awesome. the face. Off the face. <laughs> I felt so bad because the MS Society, like, you know, they did a tremendous job with the weekend. There was mm-hmm. a lot of things that, like, came their way they weren't expecting. Obviously, day one, but other things. And they came up to me and they were like, Liam, I'm so sorry, but the shower's not working. I'm like, okay. They're like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, oh, we'll figure it out. So we made mm-hmm. lemonade, you know? Yeah. Lemonade. And that's yeah. part of the story. Like, that's the yeah. part of the now, adventure. Now it's, it's, it's an experience. Like I said this when I spoke. I did a speech. I do a speech after day one every year. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, sing the song or whatever. But um, the the speech I talked about was just like every year is different. There's mm-hmm. always different experiences. Like, so your experience is different than mine, obviously, different than anyone else. But every year is like totally different experience. And so that's another another one to chalk up from a memory. I'll be honest with you. I, I won't. I won't uh, have anything less than a good hose down. After <laughs> it might be the new tradition. Right. The, the lucky charm hose down. Yes. It's a good team bonding experience. It honestly, sure. it, it was quick. It was nice and refreshing. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's something, was quick. Something, mm-hmm. something to be said about, you know, we don't bond like we used to. Right. <laughs> I felt closer to everybody. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. So how about maybe we offer a uh, service to our listeners Firsthand, let's really let people know that cyclists are people too. Yes, we yeah. are. As you, as you, like know, I used to think, I yeah. used to not know that, yeah. and then I started meeting some, and I'm like, I and you became one, and then I became one. Yeah. No, I really like this group, and I feel like one eye-opening, refreshing thing is that there's a whole code of like communication in the cycling community. Let's talk about that. Sure. I think the benefit would be like, okay, you kind of are thinking about it, but you're afraid of like taking your bike out on the road with people not paying attention. Yeah, I think m- most important, you need to know how to ride a bike. Yep. That's probably the first safety thing. Mm-hmm. Having the right gear is important, so obviously helmet, glasses help for the wind in your eyes, the um, gloves nice um, bike shorts that have might have a padding on it um, is helpful. And as you're going out and riding, I mean, if you're riding by yourself, um, you're not really calling things out, mm-hmm. but you're being mm-hmm. you know wary of what's around you. Make sure you're focused and not kind of like scatterbrained looking around and all that. You kind of have to be focused to make sure you don't hit a pothole or go through a stop sign or, yeah. um, you know, come in, you know, if you're coming into a, um, a driveway and a car is coming out, you have to slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. making sure if you're going in the middle of the night, not middle of the night, but in the early morning or late evening, uh, that you have lights on your bike so that people can see you. That's super important. Um, cause the last thing you want to, you know, car comes up and doesn't see you. That's a, a problem. And then when you're in a group, a lot of it is like, as we talked about riding single file is important, right? Um, you see signs riding, share the road, but that's not sharing the road, meaning you're in the middle of the road. That means mm-hmm. you're on the side and sh- like a single file. If, we, if you're within a group, especially if a, a car is coming up mm-hmm. and you're just pointing out things that, you know, if there's a pothole or if there's, 
you know, gravel or, you know, something, glass. That's important. Like, you don't want to pop the tire. You're dead pulling, animals. Dead animals. Oh, yes. yeah. Road, road kills. A, there was a, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of dead bunnies. There, I saw a couple of dead you, bunnies. You asked, you asked me, you know, what did I think? If you had an advanced team with like a snow shovel and a <laughs> golf cart. <just laughs> right like, front, that'd be good. Support. Just like front, like, front support. Come on, I don't want to see little dead bunnies. I know. Sad. Um, and then just as you're passing people on your left to let them know. Yep. So like, cause last thing you want is if you're passing somebody and they don't know you're there, they can pull out and then all of a sudden it becomes a, a tough situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that's really the, are those are the big ones on your left car back. So that means there is a car coming. So you're yelling that up to the group in front of you. If mm-hmm. people are in front of you yep. car up, meaning a car is either coming out of a driveway or it's coming towards you. So if people are on the road, they don't see it. I mean, to your point, it's a lot of courtesy. It's common sense, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. want to make sure you're communicating so that people around you are aware of what's going on. Because if it's just one of you aware and there's eight that aren't, you know, that's not as impactful <laughs> as, mm-hmm. like, everybody aware of what's going on around you. Yeah. I, I would add to all this stuff, ride with someone if you're starting out new. Ride with a group of experienced riders because yeah. you, 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 it, quick on the uptake. Like, okay, mm-hmm. slowing. Okay, I think I know what that means. Right, right. But I didn't know that there was actually protocol. Like now is when we would say announce that. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why do we say slowing now and not now? And right, right. It, it's uh, it's pretty cool to just kind of observe. And there's been times where I hear you know pedestrian, you know, or something like that, and I'm like, whoop, didn't even see that. Right. Yeah. Right. And you're just looking at the person in front of you. Totally. And walker up means someone's walking towards you. Runner up means someone's running towards yeah. you. Because yeah. it's like obviously when you're riding, you're riding with traffic. Yep. But runners are running against traffic. Yeah. So you could be head on with a runner. And if you don't see them, that could be a problem. They don't see you, obviously. They, hopefully they'll see you, but mm-hmm. you, it's all communicate. Communication. Over-communicate. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, at that you, you can't go wrong if you're over-communicating everything. Maybe yeah. not like leaf falling or like everything <laughs> that's going on, but <laughs> things that are going to impact your ability to stay on the road. Right. Mm-hmm. At least a lot of it's common sense, but people probably wouldn't think to maybe sure. like, oh, maybe I should read up on you know, whether it's a hand gesture or, or signals or, or whatnot before right. I just get out on my bike with a group of right. people and I'm the least experienced one because you're a liability, right, right, if you don't know totally. what's going on. And then for people in their car, yeah. it would be helpful, like, if, if you're behind someone, mm-hmm. like, just, and you're going into a turn, just let them take the turn because you don't know, like, let, let the, the, the rider take the turn and see if there's a car coming. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you are behind a rider for, I don't know, a portion of your drive, you might be 20 seconds late, yep. but if something were to happen yeah. and someone got hurt, it's not worth the 20 seconds, mm-hmm. right? So just be careful. I mean, to your point before about I get frustrated with cyclists that are like three across or two across, like just move over, Yeah, you know? But mm-hmm. also if you're driving, you have to be aware of like what's coming up, uh, what car is coming at you, what's going on around the road as well, because mm-hmm. it's really not worth those 20 seconds or 30 seconds you're going to be late. Yep. Yep. And to the driver who feels like I'm not going to give them a wide berth, I'll give them just yes. enough. Reconsider that because <laughs> there's been so many times where I'm riding and someone says whole or, right. you know. Oh, totally. And you then know, you, and you have to pop out or you're going to, yep, yeah. yep, there's a rabbit or here comes some greats. And I find myself getting frustrated, but I'm, I don't think like I'm an asshole out there mm-hmm. when, I'm, when I'm driving my car because there are people, like even on the ride, um, I don't know if you were in the group with us. I think you were around that mm-hmm. area, but a car just like cut in front, like probably like three inches from a, a cyclist oh, and then they're like flipping us off. But you know, they're just frustrated. And I was in my head, I was like, you're going to get there 10 seconds late. Just yeah. Just mm-hmm. Chill out. Mm-hmm. They're also dealing with some trauma there. Like I almost killed yes. somebody. It's right. their fault. I want to, now I want to kill them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wish, oh, I wish I did kill you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mm. All right. How do how do you want to end this? The, the rides around mm-hmm. this time every year. So okay. yep. if anyone wants to join or be a part of it, um, I don't know. Contact Rick. <laughs> or, oh yeah, or, we'll we'll put something out on okay. on our Instagram. Right? Yeah, I mean, if anyone has any questions about Rick's training program or how they can get involved with this, um, just send us an email. Go to smalltownscuttlebutt.com and we'll get you the info that you need. And you do not need to be an experienced rider, like you're going into it. You need to be experienced by the time the ride comes. Yes. But <laughs> going into it and starting to train, you don't need to be. We, like I said, we have people that are serious riders all year, but the majority of our team are just trying to do something good and if you're looking for like you were looking for like a new fitness goal right so if you're looking for a new fitness goal you're getting bored with your regular routine and Mm -hmm. you know maybe this is something you're playing cardio to something you're you're seeing the world whizzing by you at six in the morning get off your peloton yeah join the team totally totally. that's good i like that that could be our tag for next year All right. All right, listeners. Thanks, you guys, for joining us as always. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on at Small Towns Cuddlebutt on Facebook and Instagram and send us an email, smalltownscuddlebutt.com. Let us know what you think, what you're feeling, and what your grievances are. Thanks again for listening. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.